Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Whale Nerds Podcast. This is episode number 41. My name is Slater, and I'm here with Eric and Caitlin. Hey, guys. Hi. And we also have a guest here from Washington. Well, are you? Is that where you're from? Oh, originally from California, but okay. See, so but he you lives, met him he, in he Washington. Lives in, yeah, I met him in Washington. Um, his name is Taylor Spizak, and he's a naturalist, deckhand, and just science. Yeah, what's up, guys? He's, he's a whale nerd. <laughs> a whale nerd. Oh yeah, that's what it was. He's a whale nerd. I was, I was trying to think how I'm gonna like. What is he? I was gonna say he's a whale nerd. Like, yeah, he's a whale nerd. The rest he's a whale of nerd. us. That's why we have him here. And you first. Maybe just tell us, like, where did you start at? Where, like, where did you first start getting on boats, I guess? Uh, it wasn't so, San Juan Islands. No, it was when I was in Southern California. Um, I think was the first professional time. Um, but, yeah, really the whale love started when I moved out to Hawaii and was working as a naturalist out there doing whale watches with the humpbacks down there in Hawaii. And when was that? Like, how many years ago? Uh, two years ago. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So... You went to school in Southern California, though, right? And yeah. And then you moved out to Hawaii to work um, on island doing marine stuff and then fell into Wait, so the were you using thing. your degree right away with like with working with whales? Uh, not directly with whales. So I originally started when I was in undergrad um, at Loyola Marymount in Southern California. I was working with Heal the, Bra- Heal the Bay. It's a nonprofit environmental organization working out of their uh, aquarium. Have you guys heard of that? Yeah. You guys are all nodding yeah, your heads. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> What do they do? Uh, so they're a nonprofit. They kind of have their hands in pretty much the Santa Monica watershed oh, okay. specifically. Uh, and I worked out of the aquarium, and one of the projects I ran there was Whale of a Week, uh, focusing on the gray whale migration that you could see pretty much just from Santa Monica Pier. So, yeah, that, that's actually a good place to watch gray whales. It's funny. It's mm-hmm. from the from the beach. Actually, yeah. is what I'm saying. Um, yeah. It's not really whale watching around there. Well, especially I mean in Los Angeles. Or I guess it's. Ventura? That's not Closest one would be Marina del Rey. To Marina del Rey. Yeah, yeah. Mar- yeah. Okay. Is that where you would go out of? No. So we would literally, the aquarium was right underneath the um, Santa Monica Pier. And so we oh. would take, we would run programs for Title V schools. So inner city kids that necessarily don't have the fundings to get out to the aquarium. Uh, we had grants and funding to bring them in. And then you literally just walk up to the aquarium or to the pier, walk to the end of the pier. And if you're lucky, you see whales going by. And most days we were pretty lucky. So cool. That's cool. That's yeah. awesome. Planned land-based whale watching. That's cool. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like the um, the census. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Point the census. Yeah. But even closer down to the water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not a, you even know, closer to sea level. Up. Yeah. So that's cool. Nice. And then, so when you went to Hawaii, where'd you work on? Uh, did you work for a whale watch company or a nonprofit? Yeah. So both? I worked for both. Yeah. So I was at Pacific Whale Foundation is where I started out there. Started started originally in summer months. So I was running just the standard snorkel trips and dolphin trips and stuff like that. And then going into that humpback season is when it really started for me when I was doing it full time. Always there, had a passion and love for whales. but And there's probably nothing like starting out in a breeding ground when they're just flipper flapping and reaching. And <laughs> it was pretty know. easy. Heat pretty easy to fall stuff. in love. Yeah. Yeah. I'll let you know because starting out in Monterey Bay was pretty freaking awesome. Too. I know. Yeah, that's the thing. Is, <laughs> if you start out like, dude, my, when I... So the first time I came here, which was in, uh, I think it was in like the fall or something of, yeah, it was was in, fall. In, in like four years ago or whatever it was. And literally it's like 16 humpback whales. I've told the story <laughs> on here, like all, but literally there was groups of 12 lunch feeding. Yeah, I'm not was, even kidding. 12 awesome. at once. Like it I had a 30 like mountains, whale heat run. Like mountains. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty cool. See, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. So it's different though. It's like feeding. That's breeding. Totally. They're swimming. So I remember like, when I moved here, I had like Emma porpoising out of the water in like four days yeah. in a row. Of then I had, a white, I had a white side <laughs> yes, hunt. Yes. Humpbacks breaching. Welcome to Monterey. Yeah. <laughs> We're all having a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So you did the PWF thing for a while and then Slater met you up in San Juan. So how did that go? Yeah. So... I'll tell you how it went. Best, <laughs> literally one of the best trips I've ever been on the water. That was insane. It was absolutely insane. But I moved up there just not wanting to do another summer, doing another like dive yeah. season or anything like yeah. that. So wanted to, because I'd fallen completely in love with the whales and mm-hmm. wanted to do that. So found a couple places, looked into Alaska, looked into Monterey, looked into San Juan Islands and San Juan Islands in the Pacific Northwest just stood out to me. So went up there and then that's where I met Slater. That wasn't your first year there, was it? Yeah, it was. Oh, shoot. And you were on my last day of my first season out there. Two trips in a row. Two years in a and row. And this year, my <laughs> last day. Dude, that, and I'm so glad that it was your last day of the season because because it was his last day, 
the owner Jeff and mm-hmm. Sarah were like, let's go. We had taken. I went on their morning whale watch, right? And then we came in to drop the people off, and there was no more. Oh, you just and, kept And the going. residents were like right out in front, and it was like just the nicest day ever. Mm. And he was like, "Let's go!" Like they were like, "Let's go again." So we literally grabbed a bunch of snacks and just went back out on the water. <laughs> That's cool. Stuck the hydrophone in the water. It's one and, of the most magical. Nights yeah, it was ever. literally like insane. Just like flat, calm water, sunset lighting, just beautiful uh, orange. Dozens of wet, uh, killer whales going back and forth. Yeah, and like so we were just parked nice. in one spot. Nice. And then a humpback went by too. Engines shut down. Had yeah. they gone, it was yeah, definitely <laughs> was so one of the cool. best trips. We I've didn't ever have had. to do anything. Like we were, because we, we were half a mile away from him anyways. Uh huh. So we were just like parked out off Lime Kiln, just watching. Oh, nice. Like, and then Sweet. listening. Perfect. So yeah, for your my first your last trip of the season, it's like I'm was hooked on going back. So you just applied up at Maya's, and then they took you on for two seasons. Yeah, I sent cool. a resume to Sarah. So I found them, did the research, found them, sent the resume to Sarah, and. Literally 36 hours later, I was interviewing, and within 48 hours, I was hired. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah, that's su- awesome. Super lucky. They were looking for naturalists. It just yeah. worked out. Stars aligned, and I fell in love and was nice. back up there again this season. Nice. And then you're headed back to Hawaii. Yeah, I'm going back to Hawaii. I leave yeah. the 28th. I move okay. back to the island. Sweet. Super stoked to be back in breeding grounds for the humpbacks, for sure. Yeah. And, and then back to Maya's again afterwards? That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> And you're doing small boat stuff this time, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Small boats and helping on a couple projects. Nothing is, or a couple things aren't completely, like, perfectly lined up mm-hmm. yet. So it's kind of, with Hawaii, it's get to the island and figure out yeah, once yeah. you're there. So That's kind of the sense I'm getting as well. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> island time is a very real thing. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's kind of incredible, like, things. That, They're just like, not in a rush there. Like housing. No. They're like, oh, come see it. I'm like, I'm in California. Yeah. How? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that's been a trip. We'll see what it's like when I get out there. Yeah. But yeah. we could run the podcast from there, too. Yeah, right? exactly. I'll just try yeah. Taylor all the time. We're going like, to figure it we're out. We're both doing it. <laughs> I'm taking the podcast all the way to Australia. I'm finding new whale nerds in other what? countries. <laughs> going international. He's in Eric, you have to us. go with us. Eric, Australia? Go. Okay. I don't mind. <laughs> Australia is cool. We'll steal Lisa. Yeah. We got Lisa over there and um, Jody. So, you, what is like. You, aren't you working with a humpback thing too in uh, San Juan Islands, like a research? Yeah. Or I guess so, are you working with Cascadia? Is that who it is? No. So not with Cascadia up there. I was working with Kita Coastal Conservation. Okay. Was the research group I was working with up there, working on just pretty much identifying animals. Um, it's such a new population up there. It's pretty much decade old. So just trying to get photo identifications. Uh, we had nine new calves this year, so oh, that was cool. cool to be on the water. And I mean, as all you guys know, and it's just research you only get funding for like 10 days or 13 days on the water so it's impossible to cover all of the areas uh so utilizing naturalists with cameras taking Mm -hmm. those pictures and submitting it to a shared database really helps with the research so yeah and are they submitting that one to happy well uh they work they work with happy well but they're kind of working with dfo as well to get a catalog updated um yeah, your, yours is nice, but you don't have a lot of whales, which is why it's nice. Yeah, so you manageable. Made a little, a book. Manageable, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's so nice, you guys, because I pull up that. I'm like IDing whales, and it looks like I'm really smart. People are like, whoa, how'd you do that? And I'm like, dude, they only have 300 to go through. 338 whales, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're categorized, you know, like the um, – what is Category that? one through five yeah. for the coloration. So up there, it's X, Y, and Z. Oh, so okay. it's X is mostly black. Y is that like 50% or yeah. so white, and then Z is going to be all white. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. So it's a little bit easier until you get into those like, okay, this is like 40% <laughs> white. Is, like is that an X or yeah. a Y? 25. So, yeah, exactly. Do you know it the other way too? In what sense? Like category one. Yeah. So like the zero through five or you whatever. You know that? Yeah, okay. yeah. That's what we use in out in Hawaii. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. Did you do any uh, IDN in Hawaii? I helped with Pacific Whale Foundation a little bit. Yeah. And all naturalists on the board, on boats out there um, are working on identifying if you see any uh, species at all, odontocete or mysticete, so tooth whale or not, um, you mark that and log that and share that with research. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. That's good to know. So have you matched any of your whales to a breeding ground from up there? Are they Hawaiian whales? I have. I've had, I've had three successful matches that I've had Wait, in both areas. From San Juan Islands yeah. to Hawaii yeah. of your own your own matches? Yeah. That's oh, so cool. Because <laughs> I never get one, both. You know what I mean? You either get the breeding ground and someone else matches yeah. the feeding ground. Or but to do it yourself is pretty awesome. Yeah. That's cool, I, the first one was just super lucky because it's like I looked at it and it was one of those ones that just like totally stood out. It was really, really obvious. And I was like... I know this well. Went back. <laughs> Do you know who it is? Uh, off the top of my head, I don't remember exactly uh, which one it was. Name? 
Because you know, like, Caspian's like your main Yeah, act. I love Caspian. Yeah, I remember you guys talking about it. So you guys up in the San Juans have like your own little kind of regional catalogs that you share amongst your own like boat crews and stuff. Is that right? Yeah. So the catalog that just came out in 2019 for Humpback specifically was put out by Center for Whale Research collaborated on it with DFO is where oh, cool. that stuff comes through. But yeah, just because I mean, Vancouver, there's a lot of times the San Juan boats don't go all the way up north, yeah. that the Vancouver boats can't come all the way south. Right. Uh, so sometimes they see humpbacks that we don't get to that day. So yeah, yeah. it's a big shared collab for sure that's you guys, cool there was so many in the strait of Wanafuka when i was there yeah that was nuts i never saw that last year that I, was I, a new thing this year and so when i got back i told kate that and she keeps met like she texted me two times over this now i told her that i was like all of our whales must be there because it was a slower season in monterey kind yeah, of yeah i guess the numbers they said a lot they looked of them at are it. in half moon bay i think yeah they're just they're just more spread out i think yeah. in the bay and they weren't as concentrated. So I was like, all our whales must be up there because there's so many of them when I was she's on my like, trip. Where's your fluke photos? And so when I put all the fluke photos, she's like, not one of those are our whales, Slater. Even more, and I was like, I meant like yeah. in the same population, not yeah. like there are from Monterey. Even more Bay, just south of us, had a pretty good season or unless yeah. they're just posting more, but they seem to have no, some really good like feeding they, groups. Yeah, they had yeah. good feeding groups of sea lions off and on all season. Um, but like Half Moon Bay has been consistently seeing like 25 whales on a seabird trip every time they go out for the last few months. And then I'm sure up north by like Bodega Bay, like Cordell Bank and stuff has been good because the water looks really cold. Up and then there. we got our San Francisco Bay whales too. Yeah. We got a handful that always seem to be in there. And like Eureka or whatever it is. Uh, yeah, they do go up that far north too. I haven't seen any reports out of there, but I haven't really been looking. Uh. But. I know at least up to Cordell Bank and maybe up to Bodega Bank. Yeah, definitely up to Cordell, yeah. yeah. All right, so I have – it was one of the favorite um, thing speeches that you've given on the boat is about that – the humpback Big Mama. I love Big Mama. Big okay, Mama's can, a Hawaiian whale. Okay, can you tell them the story so that – because I feel like I've tried to tell them about it. I'm like – Yeah, we'd rather hear it from you. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like I'm, I'm probably like exaggerating some of it or something. Like, Or she's the whale. Yeah, well, she's the whale that pretty much everybody – uh, claims to be the one to like show show the ropes to all the whales back. Uh, so whales weren't seen in the in, inland waters for 100, 150 years or something like that or some of the numbers that I've heard. Um, and then in 1998, there was the first documented humpback whale back in inland waters and then wasn't seen again until 2001 when they finally got ID shots and fluke shots on it. And now that was known to be Big Mama, and she had a calf with her that year. Oh, so in 2001, yeah. Big Mama came back with a calf and has been seen just about every year in the inland waters since. And so she's the one that we kind of credit to spreading the word, <laughs> whether it's in migration or where it is, like, yo, this restaurant's real good. Come in here. Half the distance to Alaska. There's a yeah. lot. Even, even since my first year, there was like double what was there last year, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, I could tell you that last year, I personally identified right about like 60 whales, and this wow. year I was over 110. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. See? That, nice. I mean, last year we saw like two. This time we had like two every quarter mile from us. It was yeah. like crazy. How old is Big Mama, do you think? Is uh, guesstimates? I think the estimate for Big Mama is right around 40. Uh-huh. Um, I know she's wow. brought back seven calves. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's what was the cool thing. And the calves, have you guys been able to see if the calves are coming? Coming yeah, back. so one of her calves, Pop Tart, is what, what <laughs> that. Do you guys uh, name everything cute. after food up there? <laughs> Apparently, right? It seems cappuccino, to be Oreo, Oreo, Blackberry, yeah. double stuff. Cookie. Double stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, we like Someone is hungry there. in the calves. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Someone's hungry up there. Um, so Pop Tart got her name because super active calf. It was just preaching nonstop. So Aww, they went with Pop Tart. Um, and I didn't see Pop Tart at all last year, and uh-huh. saw Pop Tart this year. So oh, and cool. I know. Based on we have, we have the super collaborative network. Uh, yeah. They uh-huh. just saw Pop Tart a few days. That's ago. good. Oh, cool. Uh, kind of proves uh, that thing we cool. sometimes bring up that the moms probably show the, the calves the exact yeah. migration routes and feeding ground yeah. preferences. Yeah. Because it, it sometimes it's <laughs> there and it's like give birth, go to the feeding ground, spend the whole feeding ground and back, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. almost mm-hmm. two years. It's almost well, it's, I guess it's one year exactly. But yeah. But, but sometimes the- they'll stay and then they they, they ditch them. Yeah. The and the little ones kind of stick around the same general. Like, they think they stick around the like same here, region, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, for a few years because they don't migrate, so they kind of just wander Watch around. Yeah. 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 And so, am I right that I've heard that, like, well, I heard it last time I was there in Maui that they literally will, like, just ditch, like, they'll just go on a dive and <laughs> ditch the calf. 
Do you know if that's true? Like, I've like personally never heard that or seen any papers. Hide but... from your child. Yeah. That's so sad. Yeah. Well, like I was, I was in Yellowstone. That I could dive deeper than you. <laughs> yeah. Right. Otters do it. I was in Yellowstone watching a mom and cat, a cub bear. Right. And the next day, the cub was sitting by itself, and the mom was with a male. Like down the way down yeah, the road, yeah. And they said that was the day it split. I mean, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. It has to happen eventually, right? So. Yeah. I feel like whales maybe have a little bit of an ease and ease out transition. You know, like Just ditch the baby. They're like, okay, okay I'm hundred feet. Two hundred feet. Food is. Bye. Mom's like, I hope this like, calf won't <laughs> be there when I get there. No, but we definitely see the yearlings down in Hawaii too. Yeah. So they definitely some of them will make that migration. And back, on the so east coast, right like, away. Really? Yeah. Year old calves will make yeah. the migration back. Wow. Yeah. And then, because I've seen separations happen down in Hawaii before over a couple of days where it's like, you'll see a mom calf, identify them. And then the next day you'll see just calf or a couple of days later, you'll see just the calf. That's what I was going to oh, say. Oh, wow. For that. a yearling. Yeah, for a yearling. I've always wanted to see that. Yeah, like note that out here, but yeah. haven't been able to. Yeah, I can't well, remember if I have or not. The I don't incident think so. where the boat hit the whale, mm-hmm. That uh, two months later we saw the mom and calf together. Yeah, yeah I saw that calf. A few times. It's kind of cool to see. A, you know, I feel like every year you, you see these calves, but you don't ever see them again. Well, Jazz and Lumpy, they think Lumpy's a, a, this is its second summer. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm I pretty think there's sure. a calf that's here for a second summer. And they're like, well, it was kind of like Mama's underweight wild. and had some weird like deformities on the tail. Yeah, the, so the maybe bumpiness. she stayed with it an extra year. Mm-hmm. But, That'd be super interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. On the East Coast, where they have really high site fidelity there, and it's a very old population of whales, um, like at Stellwagen Bank and Jeffrey's Ledge, they will see calves that are like three or four years old meet up with mom with her new calf. Oh, how weird. So I think some of this we're going to have to learn over time for the California whales and inland waters of the Salish Sea because we're watching whales rediscover habitat they used to use. Totally. That's the big thing about up in the San Juan Islands. Like, they're literally rediscovering it in front of your eyes. Yeah. Because Monterey, they said, like, everywhere you ask in California is like 10 years yeah. ago, we didn't see humpbacks. Yeah. Or, Taylor, right. not really do you Monterey, know before but... Big Mama, were there humpbacks always in there? or Historically, yeah. Uh-huh. So, like, I have found papers of like 1400s of like uh-huh. sailors and traders saying okay. that there used to be so many humpbacks you could walk across the backs of them. Kinda like like just so, so dense. Yeah. 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 It's the same guy. He's just writing up. <laughs> yeah. Full, He's like, full Southeast full. Alaska, you could walk across the backs of them. <laughs> Anywhere there was whales. Yeah. <laughs> Costa Rica, it was probably, you could walk across the blue whales. Rocks Did he there? also yeah. say you could walk across the backs of the sea lions all the way across the bay or anything? Well, <laughs> that's definitely what they used to I say saw, here. Um, I saw that old whaling map up in San Francisco at the National Park Museum. Yeah. And they have uh, a map of, you know, our, our uh, Eastern Pacific and they have a stamp of each sperm whale, right whale they killed, and it's literally completely covered, Whoa. you know? And mm-hmm. we would like... Sperm whales, we wish we yeah, could see one. Yeah, sperm and right whales everywhere, and now we're like praying just to get a glimpse of one and of them. Yeah. right whales? Yeah. yeah. Isn't that crazy? Well, that's just, you know, a testament Are to we just ever the massive see one? level of extraction. Mm-hmm. I've seen a sperm whale in Monterey Bay. But have you seen a right... Uh, the sperm whale, I'm not, no. so, I'm not so like worried about, but the right whale? Well, they think there's only 30 left yeah. in the North Pacific yeah. population. Bro. Yeah. If I saw you, one, I'd you cry. You think seeing offshore killer whales is hard. <laughs> yeah. No. Seeing a right whale, I would collapse on the yeah. deck after I verified it. I think yeah. I'd hug it. <laughs> I'd go out with a bang. I'd hug it. <laughs> <laughs> what? You'd make the Jump news. Jump in. <laughs> do, you guys know the, do you guys know the story about the last confirmed sighting of a right whale? It was really funny. Oh, I thought you were going to say Oh, last in La Jolla. <laughs> yeah. I know. That was insane. That was only a couple years ago. So it was in La Jolla. Play, this yeah. right whale was playing in the surf. So people are like, I'm actually assuming, because over there, it was like literally right next to scripts, you know, and people are like, oh, cool, a gray whale. Then they put it on the news, and then some people look closer, watching the news going. Very square peck fins. Yeah. They saw, you can see yeah. the colossities as it turned. Video, yeah. I haven't seen it, but I, rem- I remember oh, it happening. Yeah. Yeah. What was yeah. the court? Like three, three seasons like, ago? Right, right before I moved. It was like three yeah, years ago. maybe wow. about. I, Three winters Less ago? than five years, maybe. It's yeah, like La, it's like La Jolla, right? It was in La Jolla. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's like people are standing next to sea lions, filming. Like you know, yeah. what I mean? people rocks. are standing, standing on, on the, the scripts, bluffs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they had no yeah. idea. They like showed it on see. the news, and then finally, you know, everyone, like the people who in the know, were like, "Wait, something's not right." That same that same <laughs> winter. Insane. Someone on a sailboat out off Catalina saw a right yes. whale, and they had really good photos. And before of it. that, someone on a small private plane also spotted one too. So Could it might be the same whale. whale. Yeah, we will find one. There's this guy. Um, sadly, he uses the plane to find swordfish for the boats, but yeah. he sees crazy stuff. Yeah, like tuna with humpbacks and like like 
thousands of tuna with humpbacks. Like it's cool. Can we be this guy's friend? I want to go. I follow, I follow him on Instagram. He's got amazing. Like, and they're they're from a yeah. plane, like from thousands. And of I want to say that John Hildebrand actually has hydrophones. Yes. Backside of Sacramento. He. Yes, he does. Picks up right whales every now and then. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. That's how annoying is that, dude? That's worse than no. That's worse than like being close. Like yeah. you're hearing them, you're like, where are you? Like, well, <laughs> yeah. I recently went up to Northern Vancouver Island, like Johnstone Strait, like way up out of Port McNeil, and we're sitting there, and it was a windy day, so we knew it was going to be a tough day, anyways. And we're sitting on the boat, and we're just outside Orca Labs and their hydrophones, and the captain is tuning into Orca Lab hydrophones. You hear Northern resident vocalizing and echolocating, and we're looking off like kilometer away or so in six foot waves and you just see exhalations that's so like, cool so you know the residents are there but we can't get closer because the seas were so bad the i saw them but it was just in huge waves <laughs> and huge close. seas that's no the thing way. we couldn't get closer this, because this right it was, now uh when i was just there a month, like ago, a month ago yeah oh uh, yeah, how cool right that's the, like right the day after you left my, my trip yeah exactly that's your, like the first time I saw sperm yeah. whales. It was yeah. like we saw the sideways blows and it was like eight or nine whales, but like we were on transect and couldn't stop. Is and there like, distance uh, distance regulations with northern residents? Uh, so it's the same, same. 200, okay. yeah, 200 meters okay. or whatever. So it's like it transients. Yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. So it was just, and we wanted to get closer, but it was like, like I said, six foot seas and it's just like, oh, I want to get closer. I know the residents are there, but. <laughs> so neat. Yeah. That, was, that the, the northern resident video with the white-sided dolphins, Oh my gosh, it's incredible! Oh, that's from a couple years ago, right? Is, is it from a drone? Is it like a research drone, or is it from like a cliff, or what is that? I don't know. Have I mean, you seen I, it? I, I, if it's the same one I'm thinking of, it's I like have. clear water or something, right? It's like nice. They water. do go past those cliffs pretty easily, and so if you could get to those cliffs, it's not the easiest, but it might have been a research drone or something. Maybe. Who yeah. knows? But man, it's pretty cool. It's literally could a have been someone seaplane. No, this is like. I don't know, maybe, but it's Pacific white side dolphins like bow riding the yeah, orcas. Yeah, I've seen it. It's <laughs> so a cool, cool video, for sure. And I bet you the southern residents have seen white sides tons of times. Oh yeah, Why yeah, not? <laughs> yeah. Pacific, yeah. Last, the only time I've seen Pacific white sided dolphins, the residents were on Can the west side. Can you imagine seeing black and like? We just, left Southern residents to go see Pacific Whiteside. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget when Elpod came here, they probably had a few around. Yeah, them you, guys too. Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> you guys think we're like bad because we leave humpbacks or like we, we skip past humpbacks or whatever. These guys leave killer whales to go look at freaking like critically endangered. Yeah. Dolphins. Well, it's like when we the, that night Slater's talking about where there was lunch feeding humpbacks, we left to go look at common dolphins and he was about to flip a lunch. <laughs> yes. Oh, really Southern California's like, why? No, it was, the next, it was a day trip and they were like, oh, Oh, well, there could be a blue whale, but there is common, so we're going. And it, she drove like miles. And I was like, bro, like for a common dolphin, she was like going like on a 14 mile trek. I'm like, okay, we had lunch feeding humpbacks, breaching humpbacks, like. The whole like spin. when I came down here to see lunch feeding humpbacks, and we went to we killer whales traveling away no! from us at nine knots no! in the wind. In the wind. Well, that same thing happened when we went four what was it five years ago on the acs trip out of uh dana point we had like minky whales and fin whales and they're like we found a humpback and all the monterey yeah. people are like i'm gonna go sit down yeah <laughs> well when when they brought the black fin down when richard did the the dialing cruise oh, yeah. all of us southern californians richard was laughing at us because we go look at a blue whale it's hook he's like yeah. you guys just drove six hours to see a whale from home Dude, <laughs> there's a blue whale that i've seen in, in newport beach and seen here in monterey and it's like it's, I, I, I forget about that but yeah it's cool it's yeah. pretty it's awesome really to cool. know that yeah. Yeah. that's incredible yeah it's just like seeing those whales here they saw it oh, i didn't get to see them though was um i think it's the 37s a's or whatever they were down here they had that new calf 37 A's, yeah. I think it was yeah, there. Yeah, the transients here. that came all the and way then down yeah. here. A month, exactly like a month and a day, it was like something like that. They're up there. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I Things like that, I think, really get people more attached to the animals. You totally. Know? Yeah. yeah. That's I why mean, I love telling people that. As a naturalist, you say, over. All, yeah, you say all the time, like, oh, they could travel 50 to 100 miles in a yeah. single day. But to hear, like, oh, they went from Monterey to San Juan Islands in like 10 days. Yeah. And it was the fastest they've seen it. It's just like, yeah, that's traveling 100 miles a day. <laughs> that's that's a day. straight through. <laughs> like, on a crazy. And the first time I saw the Southern residents, um, I think you told me on the trip, you're like, they could be here the night before. Gary was, had like texted one of them, Gary J27, if you guys follow him on Instagram, he works in Canada and he was like, they're, they're a hundred miles away from me right now. They'll be there in the morning. Sure enough. They were in front of Lime Kiln in the morning and and it's like, they, he called it. He's like, if they travel right now, straight all the way to you guys, they're going to be there perfectly in the morning. And it was like. 
boom, right on. They, yeah. We got there and we got out and they did their whole, it was a full parade thing that you guys were like the trailers and the um, yeah, leaders. leaders. That was, I, when they were telling me this, I'm like, what do you guys mean? Like, it was like some crazy, like, like just, it wasn't like normal whale watching. Like, cause all the boats stop cause you're not, you have to be a certain distance and yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they all just kind of pass by you. Wait, so explain cool. it though, Taylor. <laughs> Give us the rundown of what that means. Well, you're talking about how because well, so, we were at we were at South Beach, right? And yeah. we stopped way out, and they because there, and there's also a lot of whale watch boats, so we all yeah. like just picked a spot, and then they all went past us. Yeah. So it's called the San Juan Shuffle, is what we call it up there with the Southern resident killer whales. They're foraging on the salmon that are following the same yeah. path and the currents that go up and down San Juan. So when we get uh, information that there are inbound killer whales, the Southern residents are inbound from Strait of Juan de Fuca. Nine out of ten times they're going to come in, hit the southern side of San Juan Island, and then travel up north. Uh, so, but they don't do it all of them grouped up in one group. They'll mm-hmm. be spread out over miles. So we'll get Dude. one whale here, three there, four it's there, nuts. and they break up into what we call leaders and trailers. That's so cool. you can start with the leaders and sh- turn your motors off, mm-hmm. and the leaders are going to pass you, and then the trailers are going to just follow up, bringing up the okay. rear as they travel <laughs> so north. Neat. It's like you're like one, two, three, four, 25, 30, you know what I mean? It's like, and they just keep going and you're like, dude, when are they going to stop? And, like, and then you hear on the radio, oh, actually, there's a, there's more of them coming yeah. and they're just around the corner. It's like, no way. That's awesome. Wow. And it's magical because it's those moments where you just turn the motors off and you just you sit stripped. there and it's quiet and you're listening. Yeah, and plus you're already at the distance, you know, like mm-hmm. past 200 yards, past yeah. 300 yards, uh-huh. like you're far. So it's like you just kind of watch them and then like. And then Onyx comes out and breaches behind you, or or um, J twenty or Blackberry Black comes over uh-huh. and, and just goes right past. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you never know what's gonna happen. Yeah, That's they chase cool. a salmon, you know, and then it ends up being by you or something. That's interesting because they are chasing a fair. A more predictable fish that's like more like has a set pattern of how it moves and forages itself through the currents. Then you can kind of predict how the whale's gonna do it. Totally. Yeah, that's neat. I think that's what made San Juan Island so popular in the first place it's yeah totally. historically it was a little more predictable yeah. yeah so i heard from naturalists up north about another neat thing that residents do like a, what the greeting party where they all kind of come head to head have you ever, ever been i've never personally that? seen it but i mean talking to like sarah who uh, you guys yeah what happens for. in one of those um again never personally seen it but uh-huh. i know like some of the greeting parties like if j's are already in uh-huh. and then k's or l's are coming up oh. um, they'll go out and meet halfway and could you imagine? You That's so neat. And they all just start like breaching and stuff or what? I just want yeah. to sit wow. like on a raft, dude, and just like in the middle and just watch them just go head on yeah. each other and just, just like breach. Is and that dude. when they call it the super pod when they all come together? When all, yeah, when they all, all come together. Pods, all 73 yeah. of them would You've be together. You've seen that? I have seen super pod a couple of times. Whew, no, I, you guys no, I never 70 orcas? It's, That's crazy. It's magical and it's social <laughs> hour. So the I mean, last I've seen summer. like 40, but 70 would be something else. Well, offshores. No, transients. I've seen... Like oh really that really big season we had we'd have like forty to forty five whales together yeah I've been incredible and even, they were very oh, yeah imagine three years ago yeah we would have like thirty are, yeah. yeah crazy yeah. I love their but little the parties residents are spy hopping yeah like, the residents are very a, spy hoppy and, the socializing yeah. in those like meetups are crazy just because they come together usually it's like drop foraging and then start <laughs> porpoising in one direction and then you're like where are you going and why and then sure enough you just start see them going off in the distance and then transients like, oh, usually oh, let's cool. kill something then party yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> when i saw 40 transients i was like yay there's a dead gray whale let's all have a party too. it's like they all celebrate right after they kill something <laughs> unless they're like we on a move it. unless they're unless it's like the two like the last two we had 77 yeah. and uh 49 or what was it 49 yeah a three yeah like they just ate and left you know what yeah. i mean but like if there's babies around, especially, I feel like they they're like very celebratory after. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the more whales there are in the pod, the more like they celebrate. Yeah. I feel like too. But the fifty ones are very good about at least a couple post hunt breaches. Like even though comets like pretty por- porpoising coming out after yeah. something, yeah, like, bumpers done. They're that. almost always good for at least one breach. After even after. tiny comets been. She's fu- she's funny. She when moves. She There's been a lot of killer whale sightings here the last like week or so. Yeah, two we had weeks. a few around. Yeah, a awesome. couple different family groups. Two, I, I saw two stay, new right? killer stay. whales I've never all, seen. Yeah, it was all three of us. Yeah, oh yeah, we stay. all did. I've never seen those whales. CA uh, ten and twenty one. No twenty one. No one sixty nine and twenty one. Twenty one. Were the first two. And then you saw CA ten a couple days ago That's before that. Yeah, CA ten. And then yeah. the the second pod we saw that day was. 51 you knew all of them, yeah. 50B and 49C. And 49C. You gave you gave the whole boat like a, a family tree and life history of those pods. You did oh, a yeah, good job. I spent a lot of time <laughs> with those whales. 
Dude. People are like, whoa, I feel like I know him. So, yeah. so I spent a lot of time with them. Let's talk That's about that That's amazing to think of a naturalist, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that morning, Kate, the owner of Blue Ocean, texted me and was like, hey, Caitlin's going to naturalize for me because I don't have anyone today. And on top of that, she texted me and said that she got a killer well site or report oh, yeah, out I in had front a of report. Moss. Yeah. And I, I didn't even text her back. I just called her and said, can you pick me up? <laughs> <laughs> so, and she was like, she's like, she's like, you can come. And I was like, no, no, no. Can you pick me up? And she's like, yeah, okay. So she, she gave me a ride and, um, I call us and she called Eric and told Eric as well. So all three of us got to get on. We, yeah. Dude, we've all three on, been on the boat maybe yeah. three times. I was supposed to be working, but I gave away my shift and it, it worked out. <laughs> yeah, I was like, all of a sudden I realized Eric was there and I was like, wait, what? Who's yeah, working? So he, he got missed or added on or something at Discovery, so he didn't get to work. And then, um, oh, or he gave it away or something. Oh, because we needed a boat and then we didn't need a boat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pete took the shift, yeah. So anyways, all three of us got out there. Um we're looking around. We st- I think we stopped for two humpbacks right off the bat. And then we, I was, they were getting far. So we actually had a boat report two killer whales. But the boat that originally reported, they reported six, which we later saw at the end of the trip. Well, so we found two killer whales that had not, that were with other people. And it was those two that we just saw, the 169 and 21 yep. CA. And um, then what? Then, then we, we left we, those, and that's when that crazy humpback thing. So then happened. we went. Then we went freaking cruising. Found a couple, like a couple whales here and there. Did we see some sporadic lunch feeding too? We thought we did. So we were kind of trying to pick our groups of humpbacks because there was lots we're, of pairs around. Oh, you know what? Someone called us in, and we were headed to Wales, but they had stopped lunging. I think was what it was. Yeah, earlier. I don't yeah. know. That might have been my all-day trip. <laughs> no, Eric thought he saw a lunch feeding whale, and then we were ragging on him because it wasn't lunch feeding anymore when we got there. What? <laughs> but then we stopped. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then we stopped, and it was Fran and a friend, and we so were like, Fran's "Oh, okay, like, we'll watch Fran." The first name I ever knew here really was in the bay was Fran. This yeah. is like a well-known humpback here for for like what like last nine years now. Something like that. She was brought by her mom to Monterey, and then she has very high sight fidelity. She's even found within, like, one specific zone of Monterey. She's not... Like, we saw her down by Point Pinos a couple times this season, and I was like, are you lost? Yeah, usually she's, like, in Marina area. <laughs> yeah, she's almost always from Marina to Moss Landing. That was her original name, in fact. Was Marina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. they'd always see her in Marina. Yeah. So, so Caitlin, you... Tell about Tell like, what about it. Dude, well, you know what? First off, Caitlin, no, Caitlin dusted phone. us. She goes, yeah, Fran's like known as like a she's sleepy a, whale. She's a good napper. When first off, I've seen, me and Eric have seen her tail throw right. breach, all sorts okay, of things. That's always the only... best sentence to say, though. She goes, she's always. a napper. And, and she's then, a good napper. I'm like, you know what's going to happen? She's going to breach. And I said that. And then tell him what happened. Okay. Well, I like dusted myself in the middle well, she of the was sighting. On the phone. I was on the phone. You guys, you trying have to, to get talk about place to yeah. live. You have okay. to talk about the pre-breach. Yeah, yeah. Breaches. So what happened was, yeah, that's how I would tell her. The ones at eleven o'clock and one. Yeah. So we were we were watching Fran and her little friend, and um, I like got on the PA and was like, Fran's a good napper. Like I see her sleep right next to the boat. She's a really chill whale. She's really cool. Um, and I said if she's not napping, she does sometimes do crazy stuff, but she's usually pretty mellow. So then. I get a phone call from an apartment in Kihei and I'm like, I have to take this. (laughs) So then these whales start breaching out like a mile and a half from the boat, like south of us. And uh, I pick up the phone and I'm talking to the guy and I like have the microphone and my camera like all totally away from me. You're screaming. And then (laughs) these other whales outside of us breach at one o'clock there and then everybody on the top deck's like, oh my God, I think these whales are going to breach. And I said on the phone. Um, I think these whales are about to go nuts. It's going to get really loud. (laughs) (laughs) So what we we were hoping for was like, we're hoping for like a returning call or like something like that. A response. Yeah, Yeah, response. And then we all see a big, you know how they just throw a big arch? No, straight up and down. And I was like, she's going to, we were just like, she's going to break. Actually, we didn't even know. And there was a double and we're like. Everybody freaked like, out. F words were said. I think. <laughs> Everybody was screaming. And so then the like crowd goes wild, right? I'm still on the phone. And I'm like, he's like, do you want to call me back? I was like, yeah, give me 20 minutes for these whales to call back. Cal- calm down. I'll call you back. <laughs> Dude, and he kept going though. And it was like, it started like a whole thing. And then so, um, another boat behind us said their whale breached too. They called too. it in. They called us in. They're like, oh, our whale just breached. And we're like, so did ours. And then in the back of our photos, the whales at one o'clock, a mile away or whatever, are you can see them breaching. In our double breach, there's other whales in the air. Yeah. I showed you today. Yeah, so, it was crazy. So then right after they all 
breached for the first time or two. Another captain says, there was an earthquake in Santa Cruz just now. Someone on the boat, actually, the deckhand, uh, Dina, even said, like, oh, I wonder if there was an earthquake. She actually called. She literally was like, I wonder Did if she the- really? I didn't hear oh, her. 100%. Oh, 100%. Wow. crazy. 100%. She goes, she goes, I wonder if there was an earthquake. And and sure enough, someone said it on the radio. And I literally typed in E-A-R. or Yeah, E-A-R on my phone. And it goes, earthquake, 33 miles away. And I was like, what? Or 37 or something like that? Yeah. And it, it, I didn't even get the word typed in, and it said earthquake in Tuscan, California, or t- whatever it was. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you, anyway, Salinas. <laughs> yeah, you called me like immediately that it happened, and we're yeah. fr- absolutely freaking out. It was and insane. I, dude, yeah, I and almost then, hugged. Like we went for like the we stepbrother, hugged. like the stepbrothers. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, went, I mean, this double breaching is not a hugging moment. It's not a high five. It's a hugging it's moment a hugging later, moment. dude. Yeah. It was, and it was like. And I was too zoomed in. Like, you know me. I was, I was trying to get, I was getting the first shot. And then yeah. I start to see it fall, going into the frame. So I zoom out and like. He's like, no. Nah. Oh, yeah. I just went back. I didn't even there. get any of it. Because I'm standing like ding dong. Standing on the back. Like on the phone. Like, I always God. miss the double breach shots. But like people like Eric and Kate, they always, they're, they're things like at 300 or they're just not zoomed all the way in. And they always get that. Permission. I got lucky. I was zoomed all the way in, just getting that one well breaching. And then you the got quarter of my out. eye, my peripheral vision, because of my wide head, I was like <laughs> zoomed out. Yeah, I zoomed out, and I somehow caught it. Yeah. No, I didn't. I failed like yeah. so miserably. After seeing some of those photos, you guys need to submit that for like a research note. You yeah, need to make a scientific note of that for sure. Well, yeah. that, I mean, I, have, I showed you the paper. We're yeah. starting it. Yeah, that's our plan. Um, so after everything calmed down. We were like matching up the timestamps and the USGS data, and I was like, "Well, I bet the hydrophone picked it up because Mimbari has a stationary yeah. hydrophone." Oh, so cool, dude! So I called Mimbari on our way in, but then I got interrupted because we saw freaking killer whales again. <laughs> yeah, a different group. And on I was our like, way in Never from, mind. A, from the best trip ever of you know double breaching earthquake whales. <laughs> earthquake whales. <laughs> then we run into six killer whales. Yeah. So then after we left the killer whales, I was like, dang, anything else? Kate, I'm trying to make this phone call to Mambari and call this apartment back. So um, so we called Mambari and I got connected to John Ryan, who's like one of the main techs on the hydrophone. Um, and he like processed all the data and gave us um, the sound file and then also the spectrogram. And it all happens in less than two minutes. It's like the earthquake on the south end of the bay. Those whales start breaching. Our whales and the whales to the west breach, and then the hydrophone picks it up. He gave That's me the absolutely sound file. insane. Yeah, yeah, you heard he it? gave me the sound file. Oh, I forwarded it to you. She tried to forward it to you. Did you get it? I don't know. If I oh, we'll listen Dude, to it later. It's like yeah, it I literally. This, yeah. I was gonna pull up today. Yeah. It literally is just like for yeah. like thirty seconds. It's it like of, a ru- low, low rumble. It like, kind of sounds like what you think it would sound like. Yeah, too. like it's like, like, gr- like sounds rocky, like a low roar, like shaking underwater. That's just crazy. And it's a thirty-second long disturbance. They were probably all like, what the F? And then they were like, Phew! Yeah. So <laughs> Absolutely I, insane. But, yeah. Because that's what? Eight whales breaching? Seven. seven. Yeah, it was yeah, seven, seven whales. and Two, 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 and one. Yeah. yeah. And dude, what's crazy is like those killer whales were in the bay. Eight. There was nine killer whales in the bay. Yeah. I wonder if they... I wish someone would have been sitting with them. It's weird. We, yeah. Us and the and the sanctuary out of Moss Landing were the only boats that were on the water for observation because it was like one of those times where like everybody was going in to pick up their next load or it just it left with their next day, trip no, and they like, weren't there. It was twelve forty five in the afternoon. Was it on a weekday? Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. So it was yeah. like a, it was like no Slow afternoon trips were really yeah. going out. Like our boat, the boats I normally work on, were like we were back at the dock already, and I was like, well, our trip was an hour later, so we were still out there. <laughs> yeah, we leave at ten, dude. I mean, what are the odds? It was insane. It was so cool. I bet it's crazy is- to hear like. Within two minutes yeah. of everything just like yeah. Well, it was like it was like up. at first we thought those wells just breached, right? And then it was like there were like every, every breach except for the three that were at the same time, they were all within like thirty seconds of each. Some were like yeah. within ten seconds. Yeah. So like That's it insane. was it was all in a minute, like basically a minute. Yeah, and a half. it probably was less than two minutes, but I want the they so I asked Mimbari one to give me the exact time the detection started because it's not obvious on the spectrogram. And then two, I asked if someone from like the geology side of things could explain how the sound would move across from the south end of the bay. Because I think what we saw was just this sound wave go across and the humpbacks just started popping up yeah. as and the sound traveled. The also, sound traveled a lot faster. It lasted yeah. 30 seconds. So, yeah. And they kept, I mean, dude, it went from like double breach, then another double breach, and then like one breach, and then one pack slapped, and then like. They were like off and on, like doing like half yeah. lazy, Fran, you know, the lazy like yeah. breaches. Yeah. Fran and the whale we were with kept like 
kept being active afterwards. But the other whales, it was like breach, 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 and then it was over. I was so stirred up from the first initial double breach and like everything that I didn't even like shoot the rest of the freaking (laughs) (laughs) the whole rest of the encounter. Like Like, I did, but like I just like was talking and I was like, you don't even understand how rare this is. Like (laughs) I was just talking to people. Start freaking out to passengers. He was upstairs. He was downstairs. Where's my camera? (laughs) Yeah, dude, I was all over the map. Like, because I started videotaping, I started just using my phone. Like, yeah. So as soon as, um, that's how we originally was like, dude, these are the same time because it stated that it was 14 minutes ago. And I had, took a video. As soon as I they landed the breach, I pulled my phone out, and and the video was 14 minutes ago. So like wow. they were. That's how I figured it out was exactly, at first yeah. with yeah. my cell phone. Yeah, and then we we all looked at our cell phones. And we're like, dang, that was exactly. Yeah, the same then, time. yeah. Later, when Slater and I were kind of like processing the data, um, like the next day or the day after, we synced up like with the you know universal clock, um, his camera. So we have it like pretty precise. Yeah, like my my, my clock was the hour was wrong because I said daylight savings. I never changed yeah. it. And then it was off like by a minute. Yeah. So she fixed it. That We fixed it Yeah, now. so we synced it up and like it's... Yeah, we wrote that all in there. Yeah. Once we get the com- confirmation of the time of the detection, we'll know how quick it was. But it's definitely less than two the, minutes. The, I think That's the, incredible. It's so cool. And the biggest evidence is like one of the biggest pieces is that the other whales in the background of the double yeah. bridge. Yeah. yeah. Like saying that it is that is the exact same time. Yeah. Yeah. And no one got photos of the distant breaching whales as far as I know, just because they were so far. But yeah, I said on the PA it. before I picked up the phone call, I we said, all saw it. Yeah. oh, well, there's we, yeah. whales breaching down ahead of us if you want to test your spotting skills. Yeah. And then I picked up the phone. Yeah, I just remember being upstairs <laughs> and seeing one like ahead of us and then boom, and, boom, and then our two, boom. It's funny because all we were yeah. hoping wow. was hopefully they respond you know yeah. like and we were yeah, all ready response. for it i was like everybody get your cameras up yep exactly that. it was yeah it was one of the craziest things it was I've cool ever seen. Yeah. yeah and some listeners got to share it too yeah yeah Dal- dahlia I was dahlia? oh yeah bennett's it? parents were on the boat yeah is it dahlia or dahlia 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 okay i don't know um yeah they they came on this is a prime example of go multiple days she came yeah. on my all day trip and then she booked like three days after it and she she saw like good lunch feeding on the all day trip with you. You were there. I say that all day trip was yeah. epic. And then she saw blue whales. They wanted blue whales. Oh, yeah. And they saw humpbacks again. And then they saw killer whales. The and they wanted day. to see orca. And they, they got wanted, them that day. And that was, <laughs> yeah, they really wanted killer whales. And their last. Yeah. I think it was their last day. I think they had one more trip actually after that. Yeah. So yeah. they. It's the best much way to do it. Saw it all because they went four days in a row. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty insane. I'm so glad. So I so I texted Kate with the report of the killer whales because I got it from another captain. And I was like, well, I'm going to send it to my captains and I'll send it to Kate because she's close. And then she's like, actually, I need a naturalist. And I was like, wait, what time is your trip? She's like 10. I was like, oh, perfect, because I, <laughs> I have errands to run. <laughs> so I'm so glad it all just like lined up and happened because, man, that was that was insane. I would have just been sitting at home yeah. all day. Exactly. <laughs> I was going to actually take a real day off. And then she's like, you want to come on the boat? Cause everyone else is on. I was like, Oh cool. All my friends are there. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Hard to say no to that. I know that was, that was, yeah, it was just incredible. It was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Yeah. It was so cool that like with all the people on the boat too, like, yeah. like one of our listeners and, and all of us yeah. out of all yeah. chances, you know, we like barely get to be on the boat all together. We, we added yeah. up. Yeah. It was three times total. Yeah. It was like one all day trip. One afternoon trip with discovery. And yeah, then this for trip. killer whales. Yeah. And this trip. So three yeah. times we've been together on a boat before. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. we hang out with each other all the time. Well, we see each other all the time. Yeah. I don't really hang out with them. I mean, much. I feel like all the all the I feel like all the right people were on the boat too to like think to like document it. Like I took a picture of the plotter. Yeah. And then like we all looked at our timestamps and then I called Mimbari and like so like just everybody thinking like, oh my God, we should like get the data. It was like a good idea. Yeah, I was gonna say that's awesome because what that could contribute, like yeah. I said, just as a scientific note, I think would be so incredible. Yeah. So. Because people look back on that, they're like, I wonder if Earth, like, if someone could be like, oh, I wonder if earthquakes affect whales, and then they can, they have. I mean, that the people now, right? have asked me that before, like, what do whales Absolutely. do during storms or earthquakes and stuff, and we're like, I don't know. Especially it's here in California. It's an important question yeah. to ask. Yeah. I mean, during you, storms, dude, they're they're jumping. Yeah. Yeah. They were breachy breachy <laughs> this afternoon because it was super rough. Was it? Yeah. Yes. You went out? Yes. What? And you went Do out? I not look sunburned? I, look, I feel sunburned. <laughs> yeah, I, I was out. Hawaii's going to treat you well. Oh, God, I'm scared. <laughs> She's going to come back. I'm so Because I also have, like, horrible reactions to sunscreen. So, like, I have Zinc no face. idea what I'm going to do. Yeah. <laughs> Just wear big hats. Big sun hat. shirts. Hats and yeah. sun shirts. Yeah. That's what I do. Yep. I know. Did you get one of those things? What are they called? The buff. Yeah. I have to. Yeah. yeah. I, I want to make one, dude. 
No, I want to get like a, a photo printed on one or something. I want to print a photo. <laughs> Actually, on that'd, be really that'd be cool. super cool. Like a, a killer whale yeah. like reaching your, on your face with your orange sunset. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, oh. cool. that'd be a super cool one because well, orange need to all do up an top. apparel line already. Just they have a lot of customized yeah, I want ones. One of those yeah. buffs now. <laughs> I'll make, I'm gonna make them. Let's make things happen. Oh. Adam has a shark one. He's been showing off. Does he really? I haven't been paying not, attention. I don't think it's his own photo though. Yeah, it's not his own. He just bought a shark one. What? Can you order them on Zazzle or what? I don't know, dude. Different okay, companies make them. There's Slater's fishing companies assignment. that make fish ones. Uh, what? Yeah, mine Patagonia? are all fish Patagonia, you out there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I applied for the Patagonia Pro deal because he told me like that if you're in the whale industry, if you're in like an outdoor industry, yeah. that they'll like give you a discount. They denied me, dude. I was so sad. <laughs> they got 122,000 followers on Instagram. What the well, hell? No, guess. I was like, I was no, like, I have a podcast. Sponsor me. <laughs> well, no, I didn't say any of that stuff. I just said North Face. You listening? <laughs> Columbia, you're next. Yeah, Columbia, Marmot, Marmot, listening. <laughs> Columbia, you're listening. All I know is I can't afford their $279 puffies. So <laughs> if you don't give me a discount, I can never wear Welcome your Welcome to the Well Nerds, <laughs> sponsored by North Face. <laughs> Literally yeah. anyone willing to sponsor. Because Patagonia denied us. Someone give me a damn jacket. <laughs> I'm cold. For Nike, should I speak to her about dude, it? I'm yeah, whatever gets me a jacket, dude. But I do, want the, I do like the puffy. Like, honestly, Patagonia's puffy material. They should sponsor us, dude. <laughs> it is freaking nice. Have you worn their... Dude, I'm moving to a freaking warm place. I don't need a puffy. <laughs> well, I love know... puffies, but I don't need one. The sun shirts, though. <laughs> yeah. I love sun shirts. Maybe for Alaska next year. If you can work that out by, like, May. Are you guys going to be there? Are both of you going to be there February 21st to the 23rd? Absolutely. I don't know yet. <laughs> I'm still waiting to hear back from a job. Because I'm trying to set jam. up that trip. Like, a three-day... I'm setting up a three-day humpback trip. How about this? If you're there, then yes. All right, you're going to book my trip? And the whales will still be there when you get there. (laughs) Oh, yeah. They'll be just getting in the middle of the season, right? Yeah. February's like the peak. They're already there right now, though, which is crazy. There's a video off Kona of a calf breaching for like 30 minutes straight. Yay. Nice. Oh, I'm so excited. Should we go right now? I'm leaving on the 28th. I'll go. What's your date? The 28th. I leave the 28th. I'm leaving on the 2nd. Can I stay with you? Yeah. uh, Halloween in Lahaina is... The place to be. <laughs> they call it the Mardi Gras of the Pacific. No way. Yeah, they Man, shut down all it. of the streets and it's just a huge well, street party. We wondered what it was going to be like for Halloween, but I'm going to be at it's home. absolutely crazy. It's so much fun. That's why I'm going on the 28th. Oh man, now I know for next year. Margo, we're going to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> all right, back to the whales, you nerds. <laughs> you turkey. <laughs> so, um, okay, so you're doing the follow the workaround deal, Taylor. So what do you like? What do you? What are your takeaways from it? Is it hard? Is it easy? Is it definitely a lifestyle you have to give up a lot of things for? Yeah, it kind of. I guess it just depends on the lifestyle, like you said. Yeah. I personally love being able to travel to different places, yeah. see new things. Um, I also love the unpredictability of every single day. You literally mm-hmm. never know what's going to yeah. happen ever. Um, I'm also super passionate, so being able to share that passion with other people mm-hmm. um, and educate people from Oklahoma or something who don't yeah, have an ocean. Totally. Um, I always say that I'm a little biased, I guess, just because growing up in Southern California, growing up in Los Angeles, the backyard was the ocean for me. Mm-hmm. Where so people don't always understand how important it is to protect it. So being able yeah. to share that information on protecting the ocean and how that leads up to the animals that we love. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you got to think how how can you want to protect something when you're literally seven thousand miles, you know, six right. yeah. or no, it's definitely two thousand miles yeah. away from it. I mean, isn't that, that's the quote, you protect what you love and you don't love something unless you know about it. Yeah. Yeah. So but they probably want to protect the lake near their house. You know what I mean? So, but it's all interconnected. And I think that's the important part is making the connection. You you throw a piece of trash out your window in Oklahoma. It's going to end up in a river that's going to then end up in the ocean. So it is all Mm -hmm. connected and being able to share that information and educating is what I love the most about it. So if you, would you just do Alaska and San Juan's forever? Or I would what? love to do Alaska. I've never been. Alaska. Oh, I mean, I mean, San Juan's in Hawaii forever. Or would you want to yeah. do Alaska? I want to do. Whoa. I want to do Alaska. She's trying to skip you out on Antarctica, dude. Yeah. So my problem is I don't winter very well. So <laughs> so <laughs> Hawaii in winter and San Juan's in summer works really well for oh, my lifestyle. Oh, you're afraid of the cold? Yeah. Not afraid. I lived afraid in. Of the no, no, no. I lived in Montana playing hockey for a year, so oh, yeah. I never need to see negative forty degrees ever again in my really? life. Really, I yeah. really like cold. So, weather. but for now, you're okay with bouncing around, I'm following good. the whales, yeah. following. Yeah. 
right. It's hard not to, right? I mean, you guys do this too, so you understand. Well, we you whales, understand the addiction. We have whales all year, so that's you yeah. know, like we can put down roots if we want to. Yeah. But okay. here I am ripping them up. Let's go. <laughs> what if you could follow one humpback? Like, say you could pick Caspian and follow all the way from here to Mexico, or is that a wine? Right? It's a wine whale. Caspian? Yeah. I think that's a Mexico whale. Okay. So say you could follow it to Mexico. Would you do it like a full migration? How sick would that be? Like I, that's see, the let's dream, go right? Friend, let's go work in Guerrero. Like, she goes and she goes out behind, you know, Santa Barbara Island, or like weaves in between the islands. You don't know what she does. Isn't she does that the dream wants. of all humpback researchers is to know oh. what happens? Because yes. you see them in point A and you see them in point B. <laughs> yeah. What How the heck happens there? in between? Yeah. yeah. Oh. I follow Cato Bracho. And some go way <laughs> offshore. Some so, go yeah. way off. Way offshore. Yeah. yeah. And so, like I've seen humpbacks 350 miles out. Yeah. Yeah. That's really far. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what are you doing out there? Like, there actually are more coastal than you think, huh? Like, you would think, like, when. Well, yours are that are going from Monterey down, but what about, like, the Gulf going straight down to Hawaii? I mean, we're talking, like, tens of thousands of feet of water the whole time. I guess from from San Juan Island to Hawaii is very straight across, too. It's diagonal, you know? Well, somewhere, somehow they've teased out that sometimes the Hawaii whales make, like, this 45 degree angle towards California and then go go back out again towards Alaska. Because we saw whales over 300 miles from shore, and we saw a mom and calf more than 200 miles from shore on and a we, survey we've had, we've had a tiny bit of Hawaiian whales show up here, too. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, was did I the whales I see, one. were they Mexican yeah. whales or were they Hawaiian whales? I don't know. Well, you would think, like, it would make sense if you're a humpback to migrate down the coast, because yeah. especially along to Monterey, there's food. There's food welling. to Santa Barbara, yeah. and then cut they and They could eat all west. the way. And then yeah, go. you yeah. could put up in a little more weight, so you would think that makes sense, but who knows? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the white sharks go halfway to Hawaii and then go to Mexico. So there's definitely food way the frick out there, too. So they obviously know things we don't. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Elephant seals. Same Elephant seals another good example. Yeah. They go 3,000 yep. miles yeah. just like no, slightly nowhere. north and yep. mostly west, west from here. Like, yep. what? <laughs> yeah. Dude, but following a gray whale from the Bering Sea all the way down to Baja. That would be rad. That'd be cool. Like, you could follow. It wouldn't be hard. Gray to, whales are usually within 20 miles of land. The only thing yeah. is, is, is 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 bad weather. If it was yeah. like, if you could get good weather the entire trip, <laughs> like, you you could find it the next day, possibly. Like, they're yeah. not going that fast. I want to do yeah. a Western Pacific gray whale, then gnarly. cross over, then down. <laughs> Russia oh, yeah. all the way to yeah. Mexico. Yeah. Favara like the style from Norway that go all the way to the Dominican. Yeah, yeah. that's another really yep. far one that would be cool. Or like they've seen they've seen humpbacks like way up in the North Atlantic so far that like it would be faster if they could cross over the ice cap <laughs> and go to Hawaii. They're like the Northwest Passage less <laughs> mileage if they could go through the Northwest that's Passage crazy. and go to Hawaii. What was that? Is a humpback? Yeah. Yeah, I remember you saying that. Like in Franz Joseph Land or something. Like it was crazy. They were like, and it went to the Dominican. Like it should have just gone to Hawaii. Yeah. Do they think that humpback? I mean, uh, they think that they think that gray whales are going to eventually start going all the way around again. Potentially, if the ice continues to recede. I mean, they wander. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, the they've in... been seen in the Atlantic, and they used to exist in the Atlantic. Yeah. There used to be a population there. Yeah, last year, imagine Namibia, twenty years, like Israel, six of them right? go that way. That'd be crazy. And then you know, and then doubles in a few years after that. Who knows? With weird warm water events and lack of ice that we've been having the last few <laughs> years, anything could happen. Literally, anything yeah. could happen. Well, the gray whale sightings—the last few in the Atlantic was uh, Namibia, or and then inside Israel, the Mediterranean, Israel, yeah. and then I want to say there was Spain. Was it? Somewhere? Yeah, inside the Mediterranean, yeah. they saw it. Did yeah. you guys watch the Nautilus live cam? Yes. So cool. Awesome. So, so cool. the whale fall was awesome. Dude. It looks like a juvenile gray whale to me. Wait, they watched yeah. it from the start fall? Or they... No. <laughs> no, no. When it's if when it's in deeper than how many meters of water, it's considered a whale fall? Yeah. Well, it's a Davidson Seamount, so it's pretty deep. Uh, people are pretty fascinated by, by it because I guess it's more widespread. But Nautilus has found numerous ones, but this one just had so much life on it. Oh, so yeah. much life. Octopuses. Yeah. I think all yeah. 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 Worms, all kinds With of social media, stuff. it got further this time. Yeah. And Nautilus yeah. is a great ship. A lot of us who work uh, in the field have uh, – what's neat is they have a satellite on there. They can link up with classrooms, aquariums, and actually let kids, like, ask the crew is questions. Is that how they're getting straight up freaking work? Yeah, that's how I know Weren't about them. Weren't they running, like, Facebook Live while they were Yeah, on? they the can do that too now. YouTube Live. Yeah, yeah. YouTube yeah, Live. They got yeah. full, like, 
yeah. gamer setup in yep. there, dude. Running yeah. 4K. It yeah. yeah. It's, so it's really neat. So we used to talk no. to them. They actually have a control room in Rhode Island. So when you talk to them with these kids, like it shows up on the monitor, but it's like being on a talk show. They're like, hey, guys. Like I'll ask them, hey, guys, I heard you saw a sperm whale the other day. And I was like, oh, yeah. And they'll pull up the clip. And wow. the kids are sitting right there with you watching it. You know, it's like being it's on a Woods talk Hole. Show. I mean, they, yeah, it's amazing. For yeah. some of that stuff, it's very, very well funded. Yeah, so that, that is a great cool way technology. to reach out to people. And they're literally seeing it there with them. They've discovered new species, you know, with kids oh, yeah. watching, you know. Yeah. They'll literally yeah. wake someone up, like, they'll see a new nudibranch and they're like, hey, it's call so and so. You hear someone in the background, like, hey, sorry to wake you, but look at this. Turn on <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I didn't even believe it when it said it was live, and I'm like, these people are talking, and this is yeah. live, and it's yeah. 10 o'clock. <laughs> no, house. it's a big event. Yeah. Like, yeah. They, they scouted around, I think, for a couple days, but the whale fall, I think mm-hmm. they stumbled onto on accident. Live. Yeah. Because they were going to um, go to the octopus garden yeah. on purpose. So Nautilus um, broadcast, and also they have a second ship, the Okeanos, yeah. that does uh, that too. Dude, and they're all available crazy. online. Yeah, yeah, it's super cool. In fact, a lot of the clips have made it online. People just, it's just, you know, finally getting out there. There's one where, you know, one of their ROVs is out, and a sperm oil just comes up and, like, that's looks at it and takes oh, out. That's yeah. absolutely, I love that. Yeah. The guys are like, yeah. Yeah. like, what is this? Like, <laughs> what? That was either the Nautilus or the Okeanos also. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, it sounds like they're having a <laughs> podcast down there. And yeah. Like watching it live, though. It's so cool. Yeah. Come on. That is some experience right yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how do we sign up for that? Yeah. <laughs> Any, anyone hiring over there? Hey, how do we build our hey, own? Hey, no. I'm six need... foot five. I'll fit in that sub. <laughs> <laughs> I'm five foot three. I'll fit. <laughs> okay, so, um, Taylor, you showed me the, an article today on a hybrid between a coho and Chinook salmon that they're finding up in the Pacific Northwest. Really? Are yeah. they hatchery fish or are they wild fish? Wild fish. No way. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the, the article I was reading didn't Science. go too far in depth other than that there's genetics from both coho and chinook. So I'm really interested to see what findings come out here in the next couple. How big was it? I wonder if it's going to have uh, it was, chinook it juvenile. size. It was juvenile. So uh-huh. it was only about the size of a pond. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what happens when they go to spawn is a whole different question. If it's yeah. viable. Is it, yeah. is it just like, yeah. yo, there's nothing else here. So there's the yeah. only option. So... Um, do you remember who did it? I know Oregon State does a lot of salmon genetic stuff. I don't remember. Their habits. The I mean, there's lots of people that study salmon yeah. up there. It's a hot topic. Their, ha- ha- their lifestyles, as the say, is a little bit different. Coho tends to be, at least here, upper water. Yeah. Chinook's deeper. Chinooks get big. As far as foraging at sea, you mean? Like, yeah. It's, yeah. It's coho yeah. forage is, If you don't know, yeah, a.k.a. king salmon. Yeah. But what big? about spawning habitat? Do they spawn the in the same area? Yeah. Big ones? So it could happen. I mean, yeah. why not? They're not that far off genetically right well yeah like, it's not shocking but it's kind of like now we're relating it back to the southern residents yeah. who only eat chinook or well mostly they would eat chinook, these coho yeah. hybrids, that's that's I a would thing hope, would, like, would they or would they though or is it a sign of you know there's such depleted chinook stocks that they're being they're crossing with coho i'm surprised it doesn't happen more spawning. often because how they breed is males drop eggs drop female yeah, you know, uh, female drops eggs, male just boom, sperm yeah. everywhere. Yeah. You know, yeah, so I'm like surprised free, that we don't ca- we haven't caught it earlier. And that's why it's not shocking spawning. to me. Just yeah, because exactly. It's like, okay, yeah. don't yeah. have many options, so you're dropping eggs. Yeah, yeah. so that's why I'm like, now we're but... catching this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they probably don't even notice. Well, do I mean, it. the amount of technology improvements that have happened even in the last two years with with DNA testing is incredible. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. Now you can take a sample of water and, and oh, yeah. see what the heck is in it. Exactly. You don't even need a piece of the fish anymore. It's it's really cool. Yep. So that's cool. awesome. Well, time will tell, I guess, huh? Yep. Interesting stuff. <sighs> well, Taylor, thanks for com- ha- coming and uh, yeah. joining us on the podcast. I'm glad we got you on here. Yeah, me too. Finally, we'll, we'll have to. They, yeah, I, every time I go to the San Juan Islands, now it's like a joke that we're supposed to be starting one. I'm supposed to be doing one with them up there, <laughs> <laughs> and they like never have. We never get the equipment. Only hey, like we talked here. about earlier, we live on an island up there too. Island time is a real thing. <laughs> oh, for sure. I know that's a fact. So. Uh, yeah, but thanks for thanks for joining us on the podcast, Lacey. <laughs> Way to end it. She has to contribute. Come on, she didn't squeak enough this episode. Yeah, would it be a podcast if Lacey wasn't in it? Uh, you guys can follow him on Instagram. It's T T Spezak, but it's S P E S A K T S P E S A K. Yeah. Yeah, so make sure to follow him. He literally pisses me off because <laughs> he, he just posted a photo today. Um, it's only decent photos. Yeah, it's, it's decent. But I they're mean, like major time lag, too. So Slater's like, when did this happen? It's like, oh, 
<laughs> just a transient killer whale, 15 feet out of the water with a harbor porpoise on his head. Like, <laughs> I like your caption, too. Like this is the ago. best harbor porpoise photo I've ever gotten. <laughs> tell, tell me it wasn't, though. <laughs> Ignore the orca <laughs> that punted it out of the water. I just got photobombed by T-137. <laughs> She's a good mom. <laughs> if uh, So we'll, I think hopefully we'll try to get you when you get back, both of you guys, when you get back from Hawaii, well, you'll probably be back sooner. Yeah, I don't know yet. Yeah, and then um, shoot, just do, the, just, do <laughs> just, just do the podcast in Hawaii. Yeah, we're gonna. Have yeah, why can't we just go fifty fifty? <laughs> well, I wanna, yeah, I guess we can do that. But I was gonna say, yeah, I guess we'll do it while you're there. Duh. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Make it work. Technology Sweet. is pretty technology crazy. Technology exists. Yeah. Thanks for listening, you guys. Make sure you follow us on Whale Nerds. Um, I think if we if you'll let us, we'll use one of your photos for the yeah, absolutely for the post. We'll tag you so you'll be able to connect with yeah. Taylor there. Yep. And uh, if you don't subscribe to us on uh, Patreon, we appreciate your support and thank you for the people that do. Yeah, we saved up. We can get one microphone now. So. Yeah, which well, is I mean, good like, because we, we have four. That has a broken cord. We have a broken cord. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, don't feel obligated or anything, but we have, like, Eric has the nicest one because he went all fancy on us in the beginning. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> have a quality voice. No globe ones. <laughs> it's a radio voice. Yeah, but thanks for listening. We truly appreciate it. I can't believe how many views we're up to on all the all the different platforms. Yeah, it's really cool to know you guys are out there listening. <sighs> have a great day. Thank you. Or night. Bye, everyone. Whatever. Have them all. <laughs> <laughs>